Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got CrashPlan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. CrashPlan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. You guys, you're about to hear from David Seidman Garland or DSG or Uncle David. He goes by all of them. He is the founder of Create Awesome Online Courses and Rise to the Top, and he is freaking phenomenal. We, I, Emily, actually bought his program about a month before I even knew Abigail and implemented some of his strategies to sell my first course ever. And about a month later, Abigail burst into my life like a beautiful butterfly. And I said, this is the way of the future. And this is what we're doing. And we're going to sell courses. And this is the blueprint that we're going to use. And she luckily said, okay, yes, let's do that. And holy moly, did that forever change the landscape of our business. Yeah. So we quickly went from friends to co-selling a course together, which was Emily's at the time. We've since rebranded it and redone the content. And we went from, you know, Emily had eight um, initial people in her course to now we have well over a thousand students in the strategy Academy. And that meant we went from, you know, a measly kind of ridiculous income to a year later, we had over $200,000 in sales in 2016. That's bananas. So even if you're not necessarily thinking about a course, a lot of the strategies that David goes over today are going to be helpful for your business. But especially if you've even thought in second that a course might be right for you, your audience, or what we like to call the retirement plan of your business, then you are going to love this episode. David goes over different brainstorm of ideas of what courses could be, how you can launch them to your audience and marketing techniques that he prefers, how to launch to an audience without a social media following, because we call him out on his Instagram account. So I can't wait for you to hear how many followers he actually has on Instagram. And he even brainstorms ways for you to grow your email list while you're creating your course. So get your socks on, pull out your notebook and get settled in. So today we have David Seitman Garland. How are you doing today? I am wonderful. Just got back from the gym, so I'm good to go here. I've got, you know, work up a pre-interview sweat here, so I'm good to go. Awesome. We are so excited to have you. We have been students of one of your most successful courses, and we're just pumped to just talk strategy all about launching and courses and how that's worked for you and how it can work for our audience. So I'm just going to jump right in and talk to you about the blueprint. It seems like you found the blueprint for launching and selling. What is the process to get people going? 
Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's a well, that's a ginormous question off the the bat. I mean, so where would you like to start with that? Because obviously, you know, just to give a quick background for folks too, was that I did a podcast for what? Geez, five six years, kind of in the early days of podcasting, if you will, back when it was the wild wild west and it was all weird and you know it was shenanigans and interviewing entrepreneurs. And the way that I generated revenue back then was via sponsorships. That's what I did. I did sponsorships. I did some one-on-one coaching. I did some consulting. I did different things like that, speaking, et cetera. But really the primary revenue stream for me was sponsorships. And the issue with that, as you can probably imagine, is that you've got a lot of eggs in someone else's basket. If you don't control your destiny, right, when it comes to like advertising. So meaning if a sponsor woke up on the wrong side of the bed or something like that happened, I could lose like a, a huge amount of revenue overnight. So I always knew that the business I wanted to kind of explore was something that I had control of. And that's really what got me very excited about online courses was compared to really every other type of option out there. I mean, there's a million different things that you could do online, right? To generate revenue, build a business, et cetera. I just love the fact about online courses that you have the ability to help people. You have the ability to generate revenue in your pajamas from home. And also it's something that you can fully control. All these things were a factor. So how I developed the system before we even get into it, I think that's that's important, was I started creating my own courses just by trial and error, experimenting, trying to figure out how am I going to do this? How is this going to work? And it took a lot of time. It took a lot of money, took a lot of mistakes to figure out. But my first course was actually teaching people how to do interviews. So it was called Create Awesome Interviews. And that one was my very first one came out in what it would have been 2011 ish, somewhere around there. And that really got the ball rolling. You know, I I did $19,800 on the first launch of that course. Then that grew and grew over time as I got better and better. Then it turned into more courses and more courses and continuing to develop and hone in and, and master those skills. So that's really where the system came from. So I think that's an important context before we even talk about it because it came from figuring this out over time and really perfecting it down to a system where it's like, okay, this is exactly what to do to create, promote, and profit from an online course. Well, I think that's a good point because I think a lot of people are scared about trying to sell a similar thing like an online course, but just tweak the process here and there. They think, oh, online courses aren't for me or hosting webinars isn't for me or selling whatever it is isn't for me. But I love that you just picked a different topic, just tried a different strategy and just tweaked things here and there and kept trying the same type of business over and over and over again until you perfected it and you've perfected it really well. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And, that. and that's a great point is that when, and that's that's so funny because I've heard that one before too. It's like, you know, if you try something new, whatever it might be, right? Let's just say you want to get in shape. And so you want to do weightlifting. I don't know, I'm making that up, right? And you go in on day one and you drop the weight on your toe, right? <laughs> and then you go in on day two and you like fall off a machine or like, you know, whatever it might be. It sounds like how so, I work out. Right, exactly. That's, that's, <laughs> It happens to me all the time now still. So let's say you're doing that. Some people then like to blame weightlifting. Weightlifting doesn't work, right? That's the thing. I dropped it on my toe. It doesn't work. I'm out of here. I'm going to go, you know, whatever, order 50 pizzas. The point (laughs) is that you didn't know to hone in on the skill or have someone show you exactly the way. And so you start blaming the, the wrong thing there versus like, okay, I just don't know how to do this properly. And that's kind of, I think, where people get stuck. Yeah, absolutely. Could you, do you remember any of those first time launching mistakes or webinar mistakes or talking to your audience about buying your course mistakes that you made uh, in the totally. beginning that you could share yeah. with us? 
Yeah, there's a lot. Let's see. I'll try to think of some of my favorites. So, you know, you know, first and foremost, when I was starting, I didn't really understand, hadn't really learned about like kind of the concept of sales funnels, right? So I was just basically trying to give people a notification list like, hey, sign up for this random notification list and I'll try to sell you my course, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like there wasn't any, as we talk now, and this is, you know, very common knowledge now of creating a funnel of giving away free, amazing content that then logically leads into the sale of your course, right? Hallelujah. Um, exactly. And so for me, I remember my first, you know, landing page, squeeze page, opt-in page, whatever you want to call it that I put up. It was literally just me sitting there like, hi, I'm creating a course. And if you'd like to know more, <laughs> just enter your email, right? And what that's been replaced with over time is by saying, hey, sign up for this free webinar. Hey, sign up for this free video series. Hey, sign up for this free cheat sheet. And that leads people down a very logical path towards the sale of the course without being pushy and without being sketchy and without being, you know, overly hypey or anything like that. And so I, I would say that would definitely be one of the first major things that was a mistake that people can very easily avoid. Heck yeah. Absolutely. Well, I got so, another one. Okay. Yeah. There's another, another important one. Boom. Popped in, right? Was <laughs> after you launch a course. So one of the big things that will prevent people from buying, can you guess what, what is one thing that people will say, ah, I don't know if I'm going to get this right now. Can you guys guess on that? Cost. It could have been the wrong time. It could have been that you didn't ask them. <laughs> I, like putting, I, like, I like putting everyone on the spot. It makes me very happy. Uh, the thing is a deadline, mm -hmm. right? Yes. When, yes. when you launch a course, you have to have a deadline, okay? And what a lot of people kind of mess up there is they'll kind of say, hey, here's my course. It's now available forever, <laughs> right? People don't get off their butts. Like, yeah, you might make a sale here. You might make a sale there. That's great. But the thing is, think about how busy everyone is you know everyone is busy everyone's got a lot of decisions to make in their life and when you put a deadline on something and saying enrollment opens here and it closes here that is the number one game-changing thing that you can do and mistake to avoid for sure Love it. Yeah, that sense of urgency is so crucially important. We've tried both models of, you know, cart open and close versus evergreen. And definitely when there's some kind of countdown, whether the bonus is going away or whatever it is, whether the course is physically closing or not, has been really helpful in us generating more income. So I'm curious for a total newbie, like if they've never made a course before, what type of courses do you think they should think about creating? Yeah, I mean, that, that's a great question. I mean, where you start there is really with your own knowledge and expertise, because that's really where it starts is what results have you gotten from doing something, okay? And here's the thing to keep in mind. A lot of people where they get into kind of a conundrum here and go, you know, well, I'm not an expert in anything. Right. I hear that all the time. They're like, well, you know, and I, I tell people, listen, I, there's no expert fairy that's going to come flying in your window and come in and tap you on the shoulder and has a little fairy dust and say, now that you're an expert. Right. So really what it comes down to is that you need to know more than who you're selling to and your audience. Yep. You get what I'm saying? So, for example, give me a random topic out of the blue. Cheese. Cheese. Okay. <laughs> Let's say. Let's say you're teaching. By the way, that's my daughter's like favorite thing. If you ever ask her what she wants, cheese. Eighty percent of her life. Is Me too. About cheese. Me too. Twenty percent. We would consumed. be friends. So there you go. You would be best friends. Um, so let's say it's cheese, and let's say that you opened a cheese farm. Okay. Picking <laughs> that up. You opened a cheese farm, and there might be a market there, God willing, of teaching other cheese farms how to start. Do you get know what I'm saying? And it's not yeah. just. 
necessarily a business thing. Maybe you're just a cheese expert who knows how to make amazing freaking pizzas and you're going to teach your pizza secrets, right? But the point is that a lot of times where you need to start is within you. What have you done? What have you accomplished? It doesn't necessarily mean that you've coached 50 people to do it. I mean, if you've done that, that's great. You're ahead of the game. But a lot of times it just starts from your experience of something that you've done that you want to share with others. Well, and that's the absolute truth that I held on to what I heard from you speak back in 2015 of what has worked for you and changed your business or whatever you sell and teach that. And I took it and ran with it. And that has drastically changed the scope of our entire business just by taking that leap. So yes, you guys know something. Amazing. (laughs) And that's that's the thing. It's like people overcomplicate this. A lot of times it's just what you're doing or what you love to do in a lot of cases and taking that and sharing that with other people so they can do the same. So whether it's a business related topic, you know, like anything under the sun, you know, how to write a sales page to how to, you know, generate leads for, you know, left-handed attorneys on LinkedIn, whatever it is, (laughs) right? All the way to topics that have absolutely nothing at all to do with business, ranging from, you know, one of my most successful customers teaches aerial silks. Okay. I don't know what aerial silks are. I had to learn about this. This is like Cirque du Soleil stuff when you're up in the air and you got the silks and you're doing backflips and you might be thinking, well, that's like a crazy market. Who would do that? Well, there's a passionate base of people that love to learn this stuff and love to learn from her. And she's built nearly now six figures in sales just this year of that course. So it's, it's just incredible to kind of watch those different topics and, that's and where people go. I yeah. I, I would have thought that wasn't a market, but my cousin does it. I know, like one of our friends, Exo Sarah, she literally ran away to the circus before she became an online entrepreneur. So apparently it's, it's a, a thing. thing. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> know it was a thing. Well, that's you know, great, great point that you just made there too. And that's something else. That's a great tip for folks is there's a market, yes. right? Yeah. And that's the thing too. It's not everything like cheese might not be the market. You know what I'm saying? Like, but what I always tell people is, you know, if you're wondering if something's going to sell or there's going to be a market for anything like that, like do a little bit of research, right? Like, are there other courses out there on that Mm -hmm. subject? If so, Mm -hmm. by the way, that's great. I mean, that's amazing. That means there's there's a market out there. You know, there's, think about how many courses are on fitness and, you know, business, all these different things. There's always ways to make yourself stick out from your pack and you're going to be unique, right? But if there's not courses out there, what else? Well, you have to also look, are people buying this kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. So meaning in some other form or fashion, are they buying coaching? Are they buying consulting? Are they buying how to books, right? Like look at those types of things because, you know, you know, I don't want someone to go into a market where there's just no interest and no one wants to spend any money because then you're kind of wasting your time. Yeah. People yeah. are selling how to make cheese at home on Amazon. So I think cheese there is a market. Go. You know what? And, I, and I, by the way, I love getting proven wrong all the time by markets. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. love it because, because we just had recently a customer of mine who launched a course and I was like, oh my God, I just, you know, I'm sitting there and it like sitting there be like, please be successful because I'm super nervous about about this topic, right? And it was how to become a firefighter, right? And I was like, is this going to be something that, you know, there's a market for? And his first launch, little mini launch, you know, smaller list, newer person in the industry coming from scratch. He started with a very strong eight sales, right? And the thing is, now we can build on that, right? It's not just about all this kind of hypey stuff we see online all the time about make a zillion dollars overnight and six figures overnight. This is a a fun, but it's a grind. I mean, you get your first people in, you take amazing care of them, you bring in some more people and it grows over time. So that's what's super fun about this. The first course I ever sold after learning from you, I sold nine seats and now we have over a thousand students in our academy. 
that just gave me it's that amazing. Me sweat it's like that's, it's, it's not just because I have the heat up and it's just working out. I mean, that is, <laughs> yeah, it, I mean. What he's saying, it works. It guys. works. We're people. not. We're not. We're not bringing him on just because he's just some dude <laughs> on the internet. So one of the things I want to point out is you mentioned your expertise. Well, to me, that relates a lot to testimonials. I think a lot of people are worried if I don't come out with a course that already has people saying, this is amazing. I can't sell it to anybody. But your own personal results can be the thing that leads to sales. And I mean, Basically, everything we've ever come out with, when we launched it initially, we just said it worked because it worked we had us. proven results inside our own business first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's a great point because that is a total misconception. Like, by the way, yeah, if you've got great testimonials, awesome. Those are a positive, right? But every course that I've launched, even when I was starting, was just my – I'm saying, hey, this is what I've done. Mm-hmm. These are my results. And now I'm going to share that with you. I'm going to give you the blueprint. I'm going to give you the model so that you can do it. Am I guaranteeing you're going to get the exact same results? No, but I'm going to show you how this is going to be successful and how you can do it. And so, yeah, I mean, if you've got testimonials, that's great, but you certainly don't need to start with those. And I think that's a, that's a very, very good point. That, that is absolutely something that holds people back for sure. Well, and I'd like to bring up a couple of other things that I know people have said they let these things hold them back in just regular business in general, but I'm sure you hear it a lot about in course creation. So I'd love to hear your take on everything from, well, what should the name of it be? How much should I charge? How long should my videos be? Do I need to hire someone to shoot my videos for me? Like I see those questions pop up time and time again that people are literally just saying because they're scared of putting something out. So talk to us about what your first setups were like and Talk to us if you have any specific pricing strategy. I feel like I know where your answer is, but I'd love to hear your take. Yeah, and and, and by the way, and a, and a big lesson on this too, and like kind of an overall theme there is that that's what you get when you go at it alone. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And like, and, and like that, there's nothing scarier because I did that too. It took me forever when I was trying to figure this out on my own and mistakes and taking a little piece of information there and then another piece of information there. You get conflicting advice. You get this and that. That's why whether it's me or someone else, and hopefully it's me, wink, wink, <laughs> but you know, teaching you how to do this, right? You want someone that it's a complete system so that you don't have to worry about those types of yep. things, right? Like that's the number one thing. But some of the key things there, I mean, you know, when I started, you know, my setup was extremely simple. And it's still, by the way, about 98% simple. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we added in a couple of fancier things now, a couple of fancier cameras occasionally, right? But for the most part, I record courses just like we're doing this right now, but with slides in front of me. You know what I mean? I'm doing it on a microphone on my computer that I plug in. I use slides. I use something like ScreenFlow because I'm on a Mac. You could use Camtasia if you're on a PC. I would use even a webcam to do the intros to my videos. I mean, it was not anything absurd, you know, to do that, to record a course. You don't need to hire, you know, by the way, some people love to go out and hire that stuff. And if so, that's great. You can certainly up-level your look and your feel, but you don't have to mm-hmm. when you're getting started. I think that's, that's a very important point to make, you know, depending on what budget and what situation you're in. So in terms of pricing, you know, this is always a fascinating subject because, and a big subject, is when I was starting and trying to figure this out, and I went to friends of mine that had created courses and got their advice on it, you know, a big thing that I realized right away, and this is so true, is that I was about to charge far less 
than I should have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Far less. Like I was thinking for my first course, and, and by the way, pulling numbers out of my butt here. Yeah. No thought process at all was put behind this other than like, I think I should price it at blank. You know, I was thinking, oh, it should be like $97, some, something very, very inexpensive when I was getting going. And what I realized after having conversations with several people, and this has turned to be, turned out to be very, very true. The Notes version is that you want to be at the premium end of your industry, whatever that might be. Right. So whether that's the top 10 percent of, you know, gardening courses, or the top 10 percent of courses, you know, on dog training. Right. And the reason for that is a few. But one of the key ones is that think about when you get something free in the mail or online. You know, someone's like, hey, here's something free. You know what happens? Well, usually nada, right? You kind of sit on it. You're like, oh, well, thank you. I'll put this free thing over here where I don't have to worry about it for the rest of my life, right? Now think when you invest in a course that's premium course, like it's a high end of your budget. It's a higher end. It's an, it's expensive, okay? You're darn well going to get your money's worth. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like you're going to get in there and you're going to say, you know what? I'm not going to pay a thousand, two thousand, three thousand, five thousand dollars for something and just freaking let it sit there. I need to get results. I need to get my money's worth. And so we've realized when people are at the higher end of the market, they attract far more serious action takers. And that's so important because that's what it's all about. At the end of the day, your course is about helping people get a result, whatever that result might be. Right. And when you actually are at that premium end, you're going to get people that want to get that result. And it ends up in a cycle Then you're going to get more of them. You're going to get greater testimonials. It it goes on and on and on and on. If you're in the bargain basement, you know, if you will, (laughs) trying to appeal to everyone, you end up with, let's just say, like, not only do you not get serious people, you end up with people that, you know, are just looking for the lowest, cheapest, like, easiest thing. And that's not necessarily a great way to build a business Mm -hmm. either. Right. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side, as well, from a business owner perspective, you've got ginormous margins, right? You've got huge margins when you sell stuff at a premium. We are not just trying to scrape by on that. Every sale becomes meaningful and you can build a business because here's the thing. It's going to be basically the same amount of effort. Yes. It's yeah. going to be basically the same amount of time, regardless of what you charge. Yep. Right. So why would you not be charged? So if you've got to get this wrapped up in your head and you're thinking about, well, how do I think about this? Think about how much time it would take someone to learn this on their own. Think about how much money it would take to learn it on their own. What if they hired you to sit there with them? How much would you charge for that? And you'll start to realize that you can really easily justify your pricing because pricing is based on value and the result. And I think that's kind of the key thing to think about there. No, I think that's a great point. And I think all the points you just mentioned, not only do they affect price, but I think they're an awesome way to sell whatever it is you're talking about. So they're literal selling strategies. Do they need this thing? What are their pain points? So I'm curious, David, what are your favorite selling strategies? Do you think people should just be pitching their own email list? What are your thoughts on GV webinars or other affiliate partners? Do you have strong opinions one way or another? Yeah, I mean, the best way to start And the best way you have to start, if you will, well, let's talk about the pipe dream, right? (laughs) The pipe dream that is non-existent is that people think, well, you know what? I'm going to create this course and I'm going to bring in a small army of people that are all going to sell it for me. And I'm going to lay back with a cigar and, you know, a cognac and and just relax and watch it all rack in because all these people are going to promote it for me and I'm just going to sit there, right? And here's the reality of it is that's absolutely not true, right? Why? Because if someone's going to promote you in the future, and we'll talk about that in a second, they're going to want to know that you have results, right? Like no one in their right mind, even your best friend is probably not going to do it. Like unless they know, because everyone is a guardian of their people, Mm -hmm. their peeps online, right? You are a guardian. You're, You're the mother bear 
of your people, right? Yes. So you can't take a risk that someone doesn't know what they're doing or, or you know, there's going to be glitches or there's going to be this or that or it's a horrible offer, even if it's someone that you know. So how do you work all that out? You do it yourself. The best way to start is what we call a VIP launch. You guys are very familiar with that. Yeah. But that is to your own peeps, your own peeps. And that is very, very important. And I don't care if it's 200, 500, 1,000, 10,000, 20,000, 50,000, right? You have to start somewhere. But the best way to start is by doing what I call a VIP launch, which is a, basically a private launch to your people to release your course, okay? And again, this isn't the end all be all. It's not about you know, let's make $10 million and, you know, buy a yacht, right? It's about, let's get the first amount of people in, okay? And this is what I've done with every single one of my courses. And this is what I highly encourage. And this is what my most successful students have done. They've come in, the first thing they do is they do their own launch. And normally that's done with a video series, as we've talked about. So, mm -hmm. you know, video series where people get a series of free videos, and then they get a pitch with a deadline for the course and special bonuses. Very simple. Okay, then what do you do from there? Well, you build on that, right? So first and foremost, you're gonna take amazing care of your customers, right? And I think that's, that goes without saying, people that don't have success in this industry that are just kind of a flash in the pan or, or disappear, they don't care about their customers, mm -hmm. right? That's not gonna work. You, you have to care about people's results. And when you get results, you know, you better go bananas with those results. Do you know what I mean? Like that's one of the things that I love, even if I had seven students, is going to all of them, getting them results, sharing their stories, sharing their successes, because that helps attract more people, right? So. You do the VIP launch, then it really becomes a lot of different opportunities that you can do in terms of what do you do next, right? What I would encourage people to do is waiting a couple months and then doing a webinar. And you might be thinking, well, wait a minute, I just did this. What, well, am I promoting it again? And the answer is yes. Yes, yes, <laughs> and, and, and again, and again. Again, <laughs> and again, and again, and again. And this is one of the big mistakes that I see also is people say, okay, I launched it. Again, it's like the weightlifting analogy, mm -hmm. right? Guess what? I went into the weight room and I did a bench press and I my chest feels great. So now I'm gonna go on and never do that again. I'm gonna do something else. <laughs> And you're like, wait a minute, what if you kept going? You'd get better at it, right? Yep. And so it's the same thing with courses. You're going to get better every single time you do a promotion. You're going to get better every time, single time you're going to do a launch, right? And here's the thing, you know, I see people then run onto the next project or run off and say, you know what, now I'm going to create my second course or whatever that might be without tapping into that potential of that first amazing course. Yep. Like my... You know, I, for example, now, you know, basically sell, I've got a couple courses, but as we all know, Create Awesome Online Courses is my major course. Like yeah. that's what I'm selling over and over and over again, right? Why? Well, for one, it's a lot easier of a business model, right? <laughs> I mean, you're focusing on this and there's some other things that go along with it, but bottom line is it becomes an easy business model. If you see people like Jeff Walker, Product Launch Formula, mm -hmm. Marie Forleo, yep. B-School, right? Those are basically what they relaunch all the time, right? Because here's the thing, there's always gonna be a subset of people that are interested now. And this was another mistake that I kind of thought about back in the day. I used to think, well, if I promote my course, let's say December, and someone doesn't buy, that means they're never gonna buy ever for the rest of their life. They've decided this is <laughs> not, not true. <laughs> and they're out forever, right? Mm -hmm. And we all know that's not true, okay? It, the timing might not be right, they might have missed the emails, their dog fluffers might have had surgery, you don't know, Poor right? fluffers. Yeah, freaking the fluffers is fine. Um, <laughs> So you have to be thinking about this, that 
there's going to be other opportunities for them to buy. And that's why we like to have different funnels and different things going on for people. And I can't tell you how fascinating it is to see someone because we can track that, right? So we take a look and we see, oh my God, look at this person. They sign up for a webinar in January, did not buy. Then they went through the video series in March and did not buy. Then they saw a special promotion in June and did not buy. Then they attended the exact same (laughs) webinar somehow in August and they bought. Yep. Do you know what I mean? mm-hmm. So you see that sometimes it takes a few times for people. And also there's an opportunity there to further promote your course with other people. And, and that was a great analogy that I heard was this was by Russell Brunson was like, you know, imagine if you're doing a play on Broadway, right? Big successful play. You do it in Broadway. You don't just go off then and do the next play. You don't just retire. You take it to Chicago. You take it to mm-hmm. Las Vegas. You take it to all these different places. So another great way of looking at it is after your course is launched, now it's time to kind of bring it on the road and bring in a more of an audience to it. That's really what it becomes all about. So I'm all for JV webinars. I'm all for webinars. Basically, all we do in our business is continue to build our email list, right? Do webinars, have funnels, and also do JV webinars. And that's basically all I do. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Get unparalleled access to job seekers with over 350 million unique monthly visitors globally, according to Indeed data, and an extended reach through Glassdoor. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. In the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. 
I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. Well, and guys, that advice goes even if you haven't created a course yet or don't even want to, the product, service, or whatever it is that you offer, keep talking about it. Launch it in a different way, tweak it, tell new people about it. You don't have to reinvent the wheel with whatever it is that you're offering. Great advice, totally totally agree. Totally agree. (laughs) So I would love to go, since you're talking about one of your focuses is just continuing to grow your email list. I wanna talk about that for a second because when we were hosting webinars for the first six months in our business back in 2015, we, or 2016, I guess, I don't know what year. Anyways, we doubled our list month over month for the first six months. And it kind of started to trickle off after that. But I think people were astounded to hear, but if you're inviting just your people to your webinar every time, how are you getting new people? And so what are some of the tactics that you found work for you guys? And where do those people actually come from? Yeah, and it's funny that you mentioned webinars because that's a lot of thing that people don't know is that, you know, not only are webinars an amazing tool to sell your course, right? An amazing tool to build a relationship with people, but they're a massive list builder. Yes. I mean, yes. right? Because everyone that signs up for your webinar has to enter their yes. email address. Email. <laughs> I was like, please get it. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I, I had faith in you guys. Don't worry. And, and so, yeah, that's that's where you have to be thinking about when in terms of webinars is obviously it's a, it's a list builder as well. So for us, you know, I'll just share what we do personally now and realize this is very different than what I was doing back in the day. When I was starting my business and kind of figuring this all out, I was just basically a content creating machine, like meaning podcasts and, and things like that and blogs. And the scope was very, very different back then too. And by the way, free content is great and amazing and definitely a list builder as well. But as you know, the equity is all in your email list. Yes. Like that's in the relationship with the people on your email list. And I think that's very important. Otherwise, spammers would be the richest people on the planet, right? <laughs> because it's about that relationship as well, right? So what do we do? So in terms of webinars, I keep it so simple that you're going to be like, oh, I thought this would be a far longer, <laughs> more complicated answer. It's it's absolutely not. So for webinars, number one is with JV webinars, because when you do a JV webinar, right, that person is emailing it to their list and now they become part of your list as well. So that's a no brainer way that we do for webinars as well. And the second thing is we do Facebook ads. And also, that, I guess that crosses over a bit with Instagram ads because they're owned by the same company, right? So I've got a lady in my company that runs all our ads. And anytime we're doing a webinar or our auto webinars, we've got auto webinars as well. We are running ads to them and things like that as well. So that is really the only two plus maybe some organic traffic that comes in and, and things like that to my website. But that's really the only area. I mean, and it's funny why I like to share that is that it's not 50 things, 
Right. I'm not doing 50 different things. I'm not I'm not sitting here 24-7 trying to scheme of my next thing that's going to bring in the right people. Mm-hmm. It's just doubling down, tripling down, and really focusing on a few key things and, and making sure that it works. And that's it. So those are the things that you do now after you've been in business for a while and after the courses have gone over well time and time again and have built the audience. Do you think that the foundation at the beginning, when you were podcasting, when you were blogging, has helped lead to having to create less of that content now? Are you relying back on that old content and repurposing it? Great question. And I would say that it it did definitely help lay a foundation for sure, without a doubt. It's just that now I'm so much more laser focused because Mm -hmm. my show was a little more general back in the day. And podcasting and blogging is still a fantastic way to grow your audience. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, and also provide great content for your audience. And it's funny that you asked that because what I did, and, and this is funny with Create Awesome Online Courses, is that we had that issue of people saying, well, how do I start from scratch, right? Mm -hmm. How do I build an email list from scratch? And I said, well, I did it a very different way than I would do right now. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go get seven or eight of my most successful students who have done it like now, Mm -hmm. meaning like they came in and did this. They're like, okay, well now I got to build my email list, right? And basically we sat down and I interviewed them and they showed me step-by-step a specific way that they did it. And then what I did was I took that collection of those interviews, turned them into a whole basically additional course that now people get with Create Awesome Online Courses called Listapalooza, mm-hmm, okay? Mm-hmm. But the interesting thing to watch was that everyone was a little bit different. And so what's fun about that is that you can kind of pick and choose what strategy feels right for you because it's either time or money or both, yep. right? right? Like that, it's, it's either gonna be like, okay, I'm gonna sit down and master Facebook ads, just as an example, right? Or it's gonna be like, you know what? LinkedIn has this really cool article system where I can do that and I can link back and we got a guy that teaches that strategy in there, mm-hmm. right? Also, Facebook giveaways is another amazing strategy that's taught by one of my students in there, right? And there's all these contests, like there's these different things and they all teach these strategies. But what I always encourage people is, listen, take a look at these strategies because, you know, they're all intricate, but they're all, you know, easy to do. Pick one or two, right? Don't do 10. Don't do all of them. Don't do eight, pick one or two, and let's get that email list up to 500 to 1,000 people. Let's get it in that range, build that relationship with them, and we're gonna do that by you know, not just having them sign up and then six months later your course comes out or something, right? <laughs> You're gonna have more consistent content that you can send them. Maybe it's blogs, maybe it's podcasts, maybe it's just email blasts, maybe it's whatever it might be, right? That's how you start to build that relationship. So, so there's a lot of intricacies that go into it because list building is like a black hole of death that we're gonna go down for the next seven, hours, but I hope that just gives a little bit of a scope because that's one of those things that does change Yes, year to year, you know, next year we might have something brand new. So you have to kind of keep your pulse on it as to thinking, okay, who do I really want to work with and who do I really want to be my people? That's the key thing to think about because that's one of the neatest things about this business is that, and yes, I said neat, is that (laughs) you get to choose who your peeps are going to be. Yep. Right? Like, who do you want to attract? Like, What types of people are they? If you're going to have a big dinner party and have them over, and then it's basically finding where they're at and giving them cool stuff. I mean, that's, that's what it was. You're <laughs> yeah. bri- are you bribing them to be your friend? A little bit. A like, little bit. Helping them out. It's fine. And, and, and that's how it works out. So. <laughs> Yeah. And I think for us, it was a lot more organic. It was a lot more like time oriented than money oriented. So Mm -hmm. it was creating lots of content and telling people over and over and over again on our social channels to Mm -hmm. sign up for webinars. 
I was going to ask that. What were you, were you guys using your social channels? Was that really your major? Yeah. Major? Instagram yeah. was probably our number uh, one list builder for webinars specifically. Yeah. But traffic wise, it was Pinterest. So getting people over to Pinterest, because we used to write blog posts specifically regarding webinars that were coming up. That's not a strategy we use anymore. But when we were starting out, we would write a normal blog post and then pin it to death on Pinterest. Mm-hmm. And we got pretty decent results from that. Yeah. So that was really wow. cool. And it just goes to show you where there's, it's kind of like where there's a will, it's a way. Yes. And like, you know, I, I, what I don't like hearing is people having the excuse, well, I don't have an email list. I don't have, I don't have my people. Well, you got to start like right yep. now. Do you, know, do you know what I mean on that? I mean, now's the time to get going on that. And and everyone started with zero. Yes. Everyone figured out a way yes. to get it done one way or another. Every single person out there. And there's a lot of different channels. And I thank you for sharing that because that was that's super interesting just to hear. It was, hey, little Instagram, little Pinterest, and mm-hmm. you know, kind of off to the races here. Well, and I wanted to bring that up too and specifically ask where your foundation came from because so many people in our audience, we love Instagram. That's the strategy that we ran with from day one. And that's yep. where we poured a lot of our energy. So that's why it's one of the most successful for us. But we have so many people coming and say, well, I only have a couple hundred followers on Instagram. I can't make the sales that you have. So I want to point out that y'all, David's Instagram is like 2,200 people. So yeah, it's not like, it's not like, it's not like 7.8 that's million. That's not where his strategy comes from. And that's fine. There are other places to pour your energy into. But yeah. you can see great videos of me doing fitness and my daughter yeah, and yep. all kinds of goofy stuff. Often my dad makes an appearance on there and sports if you're into that. I so love there you go. Dad. <laughs> oh, he makes many guest appearances. There you go. Oh my gosh. So I'm curious, all of this stuff laid out. Is there anybody that courses aren't for? Yeah, I mean, it's, that's an <laughs> interesting one because there's definitely, you know, something for everyone is really for nobody, right? Yeah. For the most part. You know, I would say, you know, who's it not for? First of all, if you hate people, <laughs> if you're not into people, well, and it's, not, and it's, and by the way, it's not saying that you have to be an extrovert. Let's, let's yes. switch those because I actually have a lot of amazing students that might be intro that are introverts. I have some that are extrovert introvert, which Raising I didn't know. Our hand. Existed. Yeah, that's uh, what we that's are. are. So that's I, us. So I, I get it. It's not necessarily about that. You know, you want to go, you know, wrap yourself in a blanket and be by yourself. That's totally fine. It's just that if you do enjoy working with and helping and wanting to get help people get results, if the answer is no, then it's probably not for you. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's yeah. definitely not for you. The if you don't thing, have a teaching bone in your body, like, right. And it doesn't mean you have to have teaching experience, it doesn't no. mean you no. that. but if you, if you have a desire that you want to do it, if the thought of that makes you like queasy, then not for you. Nervous. <laughs> great. That's awesome. Nervous is fine. Queasy. Maybe not so fine. Right. Maybe pick something else. <laughs> and I would also say for anyone that doesn't really want to put themselves out there, mm-hmm. I think that it's really not something for you because, you know, when you do a course to be successful at this, you're going to be a personal brand. Do you know what I mean? Yes. You're going to be, people are going to view you or maybe both of you, if you have a partner, whatever it might be, right. They're going to view you. Now that doesn't mean that you have to do everything. It doesn't mean that you're not going to build a great team around you over time. And it doesn't mean that you can't unplug which you absolutely can because this is one of the most amazing lifestyle businesses that yes. you could possibly create bar none and it's my favorite thing about it. You can create your own, if you wanna say every Tuesday's Taco Tuesdays and you don't work, you just eat tacos, you could do it. Like not many other businesses you could do that with, right? Yep. But if you don't have a desire to put yourself out there as you, then this is probably not a business for you. Yeah, guys, uh, this is, that, yeah. You know? This is the retirement plan of your business, y'all. Exactly. Yeah. 
So I think we'd love to hear, so you've created successful courses like Out the Wazoo, taught a ton of people how to do the same thing, grow their list, host webinars, all the amazing things. What are some of your projections for the next couple years of where you see Rise to the Top going and your programs going? Do you see any new outlets that you guys will be integrating to teach people? Maybe you have some insights into what the future looks like for course worlds and digital selling. Yeah. Great question. And a lot of this, by the way, is in many cases more of the same, you know, meaning that we're just going to continue to bring in new people, bring in amazing people, continue to get bigger and bigger and bigger in a good way. One of the other interesting things about our business, though, mine specifically, is that in 2015 was that we created Course Cats. Mm-hmm. Course Cats is software to create your course website, your sales pages, and now there's even landing pages and opt-in pages and free video series pages. You can do all that in like one box, right? And that came from my web developer getting overwhelmed with the amount of people that I was sending his way. And it just was <laughs> ridiculous because I would tell people, listen, here's how you create a course website. And it was just too con- like. It was complicated to do it. People were struggling. They had to get help. You had to hire designer developers. You had to try to hack it together yourself with a bunch of crappy tools out there. It just wasn't good. So we want to create a solution for people that was very easy for them to do. And also, unlike a lot of those third-party things you see out there, not taking transaction fees and mm-hmm. not screwing people over. We wanted people to be in control of their business. So we launched Course Cats, and it was super successful, and that's continued to grow. And so one of the things for next year that we're doing, which could be big, is in Integrating that even more into Create Awesome Online Courses promotions. So mm-hmm. we're working on things like now it's like, okay, well, here's the training, Create Awesome Online Courses, and here's software, Course Cats, right? Mm-hmm. How can we combine these in, and make even better offers to people on webinars, after our video series, during promotions? So that's going to be a big thing for us next year. It's not necessarily like, okay, here's 50 new things. It's going to be much more of an integration. I love it. Of different things that go together. Another thing that we're doing next year is, so auto webinars. Have you guys tried auto webinars yet? We have not. I mean, okay. we've, we've thought we've kind of failed at it. If that's the thing <laughs> we've had, you know, replays up here and there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we, let me tell you this, because this is, this is just funny in general. When I first heard the term auto webinar, I was like, I'm never going to do those. Mm-hmm. Okay. When I first heard it, I was like, no, I don't get it. Like, that seems weird. Like, people are going to be upset. Like, Mm -hmm. yada, yada, yada. I went through 50 different things. I have a mastermind of, like, kind of my top Create Awesome Online Courses students. And we get together. We put up a a quadrant board, okay? And it's a quadrant board, and it says fact, assumption, relevant, irrelevant. Yep. Okay? And I sit there with a laser pointer, and I point the whole time (laughs) to different things, okay? And the thing is, I would point to myself right there as assumption. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, that is a massive assumption thinking like, wait a minute. And so we really developed a good way of doing this that's not sketchy. It's not up front. We don't we don't say anything weird like, hey, it's live. Like oh, gross. On- you know, what, like nothing like that whatsoever. And we've really kind of perfected doing these auto webinars as well. So we're going to be adding more of those on plus live plus that and next year too, because I got to tell you, I was out to dinner last night and I came home and I saw that we made three sales from an auto webinar. So That's I mean, awesome. like when you see awesome. that and you know, if anyone asks or anything like that, we tell them, oh, pre-record. It's not, there's nothing weird about it when you right. do it correct. And so that is another way though of leveraging yourself, getting your message out there and bringing in more customers. So we do a lot of stuff now where we're doing Facebook ads to auto webinars. Oh, awesome. And also, ready for this one? You can steal this one because we're going to use this one next year, is giving something else away. Let's say a cheat sheet. Let's just use that. We have a great cheat sheet one. And you download the cheat sheet. And when you, after you opt in, we invite you to the auto webinar. Mm, yes. Mm-hmm. 
right? So it's like, hey, you hope you enjoyed this cheat sheet. Here's seven steps. I'm going to go even more in depth on a webinar, on a free training that you can sign up for right here to okay, even we're flush out. That. So, I mean, take that one, run with it, and, and let me know what happens. Yeah. So I think the really cool thing we're adding to our website, which it should be out by the time this is like live and out into the world, we're adding an on-demand section to our website. So you can sign up for a webinar and watch it immediately instead of signing up for a time. So it's like a little bit of a tweak to your auto webinar. Mm -hmm. But I think we just get so many requests for, I missed the replay and Mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. And we're trying to give people another opportunity because our webinars sell better than any other tactic we've ever tried. And yeah, triple down on that. That's, I mean, first of all, I love that. I mean, and that's, by the way, a lesson for people in general that are that are thinking about this is that once you have a successful course, once you're selling, once you're doing well, once you're like, okay, this is going, this is going good, right? Mm-hmm. That becomes the opportunity where you can run these experiments and yes. these different things to see like what happened. Is everything going to work? No, right? right. Some are going to be like, but some are going to be amazing and some are going to be okay and some are not going to be so good. But that's what you become. You become this like little scientist here to figure out <laughs> what are different it. things that are going to offer value for people and we're going to do. By the way, one big tip on that one, just make sure that you have deadlines on it. So meaning you can use, there's some tools out there. You can make that very easy where once people opt in for it and they watch it, they have like four or five days to buy, mm-hmm. kick them some emails and close it. That will be a big, big game changer for you. That yeah, I can promise I'm you. really excited awesome. about integrating that one in. So at this point in the podcast, I'd love to go into our hashtag talk strategy to me section. And I really think this is just a great opportunity for you to give three to five action steps someone can take right now who's considering making their own course and getting it out there. Yeah. And and that's a good one. So let's assume we're going to assume for the sake of argument here, because like I said, we got two major topics there is that someone has an audience of some kind. Is that like we do that for fair? Because otherwise we got to we got a completely different topic if we do if we start talking about <laughs> list building, right? So to drive me into my hair would start mm-hmm. graying. So the first thing that I always always encourage people to do is you're thinking about okay, what's my potential topic, right? Like what's my potential topic? And you can start by thinking about that again, like we talked about in this in this interview today. What is something that I've gotten results with? What is something that people ask me about? all the time. You know what I mean? Like what are things that come up there? Now, let's say you've got a little bit of a topic idea or you want to kind of test that out. Well, I would encourage the first step is sending a one question survey out. Okay. One question survey. All right. And here's what you do. The question is, what do you want to know more about blank? Now don't type blank. (laughs) You don't want to do that. Blank would be your potential topic. What do you want to know more about opening a cheese farm? What do you want to know more about, you know, I don't know, setting up your own podcast, like whatever the question might be, you have that survey. Okay. Here's what you do with it. Number one, you can use anything for that survey monkey. I use something called woofoo, W-U-F-O-O. I think I just like the sound of it. I don't know, but it works fine. (laughs) And you have this survey. Now here's the key thing. You want to require an email address when people fill out the survey, because this will start to be the beginning of an email list for you and a prospects list as well. So just keep that in mind. You want to require an email and woofoo and survey monkey make that both very easy. Okay. So what do you do with that survey? Well, you use your assets, which would be a great time for a joke, but we're going to spare everyone, okay? <laughs> you promote that survey, right? So everyone listening to this right now has some kind of list of assets online of the ways that you can reach people, okay? Everyone, it might be a little bit different. So what are example assets? Well, an email list, duh, right? That's the best one. Blog, podcast, website, social media, right? 
Instagram, Pinterest, private Facebook, like your personal Facebook page, right? Post it everywhere that you can. That's where you can start to get some feedback on your idea, get some, get some confidence also, because a lot of times people will be asking questions that you're like, oh my God, I totally know this, right? Like I totally know the answer to this, right? And so I always like to start with the survey just to get some feedback and get some ideas, okay? Second thing is very easy thing that you can do out the bat is start to outline your course. And you might be thinking, well, that's, shouldn't that come much later on? Or how am I going to think about that? But the second thing is that you can outline your course very, very quickly. And there's an exercise that can help you with that that I can tell you about really quickly here. That's very, very simple. You get out a piece of paper or, you know, online, whatever, it doesn't matter. And at the top, you write where they're at now. And at the bottom, you say where they're at after my course is completed. Okay, so now you have to be thinking about your ideal customer. And this is a great way of thinking about this because it will make you figure this out. Like, who is your person? Okay, so let's choose another topic. I'm nervous because last time maybe we went cheese, but give me something here. Dogs. Dogs. All right, let's go specific. Like potty training a puppy. There we go. Sorry. Okay, so top, what you would write is dog pees in the house 24-7. Okay, and then at the bottom, you would say dog now grabs its own leash and takes itself for a walk. Okay, like yeah. that's where they're at now, and that's where you're gonna be at the at the end of your course because the most successful courses have a tangible result, right? Of like what's gonna happen if they do everything that you say, everything that you say, you're your prized pupil with the gold star and the apple, and they're sitting there and they do every single thing that you say, what's gonna be the result? So you start with where they're at now, peeing dog in the house, at the end the dog's taking a you know a solo walk or whatever it is, okay? <laughs> then you simply fill in how to get from A to Z there right? How do you get from point A to point Z? So maybe, you know, number one is you bring in, I don't know, some grass inside the house and try to teach the dog, you know, step one is the grass inside the house. Step two is the dog punishment system where if they pee in the house, you know, you do something, hopefully not that mean to them. Um, you know, number three is this, like, and you get there. Number four is taking your dog on a first walk. Like number five is this, and you start to flow there and outline kind of the idea for your course. Right. And we call these modules, which is just a fancy way of saying chapters when it comes to an online course. Now, one big pro tip for you, don't go over 12, 12, 10, 8, 6, 4, 5, 7, 9. If you like odd numbers, it doesn't matter. The point is that you want to make sure that people aren't overwhelmed by the material because if it's too many modules, even if they're short, doesn't matter. People will think, well, I don't have time to go through 26 modules. I don't have time to do that, even if they short. So people won't buy and those that buy won't complete it. So that's a great exercise that you can do to get started. So survey, outline, and I think those are two really good ways that you could get started because there's a lot that builds on top of that, but those are the most tangible that you can get started with. Love it. That's so awesome. Well, I'd love to know where can people connect with you? Lots of places. Just don't show up my house. <laughs> so first and foremost, a few different things. One, createawesomeonlinecourses.com is a great place to go get started. Check out the resources there. Start beginning your course creating journey. Also, the risetotop.com. So that's kind of like my personal site, but it's kind of like my general where you can find out everything about me, different links of all the products and programs, all that kind of good stuff, blog, et cetera, et cetera, is a good place to go there. So those are probably probably two places I would send people the most. And you can probably hunt me down on most social media sites. I'm probably most active on Facebook. and But I think I maxed out 
like like friends or whatever. Facebook stupid, <laughs> and uh, and Instagram. So those are probably the guys. Go two follow him active. on Instagram so he has more than twenty two hundred followers. Yeah, guys. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's up my game. It's David Seitman Garland on Instagram. Let's, let's, awesome. Uh, tell me that you came from this interview too. So yeah, I know where you do came. it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on. We had a great time, and I think you really unlocked some strategy that people can take away right now today to go do some yeah. stuff. Absolutely. It was a pleasure. Great questions. And just hoping like, you know, I'm excited that because I know I will hear from like at least one person, hopefully many more, right? They're going to say that they watched this interview and that got the spark for them to start going down this journey. And you guys just keep it up. It's been great watching what you guys have been doing and, you know, nothing but the most success coming up for you. And I just think you're just even on the little iceberg of, of big things. So keep it up. Thank you so much. Thanks. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op our Creative Template Shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics, we make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.